Hello and welcome to Unlocking Possibilities, the podcast that will help you to transform your life from the inside out. I'm your host, Sarah Fletcher, and as a coach and trainer of powerful coaching modalities, I believe that we all have great potential to lead and live a life of compassion, creativity, and courage. I believe that as you learn to appreciate and honor all that you are, you can learn to trust your innate intuitive guidance to unlock possibilities for living the life of your dreams. Every day you get to choose how you want to show up and who you want to become. And in this podcast, I'll be sharing with you wisdom and practical applications from positive psychology, neuroscience and coaching to help you achieve all that you want in your life and live with more ease, joy, connection and fulfillment. So if you are ready to truly live a heart-led life and embrace all that you are, then stay with me, tune in. I have so much to share with you. Hello and welcome to episode three. So in this one, I'm going to be diving deeper into having more choice and I'm going to be talking about relationship. And I want to talk about relationships because we are hardwired for connection. We're hardwired for love and companionship. And yet often our relationships can be a great source of stress for us. And this could be our, you know, our intimate relationships. It could be our work relationships, our our friendships. We can often find ourselves with relationships feeling hurt. We can be struggling in them and feeling angry or frustrated, or we can find ourselves in that blame game. So in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you some principles from NLP about how we are all different, about what makes us tick, and what you can do, if you want to, to improve your relationships and how you communicate and relate to others. So I'm pretty sure that you've experienced times where you've been triggered by other people. You might have got annoyed, you might have got frustrated and wound up and angry. There'll be times when you've struggled to understand people's behavior or maybe people have struggled to understand yours. There'll be times when you have felt that somebody else's behavior just doesn't make sense and you've thought to yourself, what planet are they on and how is that even making sense to them? And there'll be times when you have judged people Perhaps you've thought, you know, somebody is doing something on purpose to wind you up or they're annoying or lazy or awkward. We know we've all done these things when we are, um, when we're communicating with people and when we're relating with people. I'm going to get you to consider your relationships and what kind of things do you find yourself being triggered by? Um, have you, do you have certain disagreements with people that, fall into a pattern, you know, you get caught in those patterns of people where you disagree with them. It might be that you are you are triggered by somebody and things that certain people say or do you get upset with or you find yourself blaming other people for certain things. And how would it be if you could have more choice in how you handle these situations. You could have more choice in how you think about them, how you feel about them, and you could have more choice in how you respond to them so that you don't find yourself feeling angry or wound up or frustrated or 
judging. You don't find yourself stuck in that repetitive blame game and then feeling like you don't have choice and you're not in control. And you find yourself instead with more curiosity, more empathy, more understanding and more ability to create more harmonious and successful relationships. Because, you know, ultimately, we want to have loving relationships where we feel valued, where we are, where we connect with people, and where we get a real sense of belonging in our relationships. I'm going to invite you to do something. So think about somebody that you love, that you've shared and experienced with. And I'm going to invite you to Ask that person to describe their experience of something that you have shared together. So maybe you've been, you know, out on a date and you've been watching a movie or you've been out for a meal or maybe you've been on a holiday together or maybe you've just had a conversation. I'm going to invite you to have a conversation with that person and ask them about their experience. Get them to describe it. So what did they remember from it? How did they feel about that experience? What are their memories of it? And, you know, what are the, what are the important things that they have uh, remembered and that they can, they can describe? And then you're going to do the same. You're going to describe it from your map of the world. You're going to describe how you felt. You're going to describe what you remember and the things that are at the forefront of your mind from it. And the chances are that you might have some similarities and you will also have some differences. And even the similarities that you have, if you dive a little bit deeper into those similarities, you'll both have had different experiences of the similarities. So you might have experienced different emotions and feelings about them. You might be describing something in a different way. You might be remembering it in a different way. So even though it might be similar, you'll still be describing things in a different way. And I remember uh, last year when I spent a lot of time with my brother who was going through cancer treatment. And um, so we spent lots of time and we talked about our childhood. And, you know, we were, we were, brought up in a in a family um a mum and dad my dad had severe depression and we were talking about our childhood and our experiences and how it had affected our adult life and the anxieties and things that you know he was experiencing at the time and our experiences of our childhood were very very different what we remembered was different how we how we felt about it the meaning that we put to things were different and how we were experiencing it in the now were also different. And neither of us were wrong in what we remembered. We just remembered it really differently. And it it had affected our lives in very different ways. And you might be from a family and have siblings, and you probably get what I'm saying, because you've probably also got siblings who have got really different experiences, even though you were brought up um, in the same family. So the thing is, we are all as different on the inside as we are on the outside. How we make sense of things is different. The meaning that we put to things is different. The experiences that we have of something is different. And that that makes up who we are. That makes up our unique version of us. 
And what that means is when we are in situations with people, we do have a different view of things. We do have a different perception of things. We do understand things in a different way. The problem is that we often assume or expect that people will respond to things in the same way as we do, or we expect that they should be thinking about something in the same way as we are, or we expect that they will remember something in the same way that we did. How many times have you had a disagreement with somebody, or you know, you've been in a situation where you're talking about something, and you remember different things about it. Or you might say to somebody, well, I didn't say this, or I didn't say that. And they might say, yes, you did. I remember you did say that. And I heard you say this. And you might be thinking to yourself, I didn't. And they might say, well, you said it in this tone of voice. And you say, well, what tone of voice? Or or you looked at me in a certain way. Well, how did I look at you? So the way that we interpret a situation affects then how we respond to it and um, you know how it, how it affects us. And this can be a real challenge in relationships because because we assume that somebody else is going to think like we do or because we assume that they're going to behave in a certain way or respond in a certain way. You know, we almost have these expectations. So because we expect certain things of ourselves, we will potentially expect certain things of other people. And when they don't behave in certain ways or when they don't do the things that we want them to do, we can feel frustrated or we can make assumptions or judgments that, oh, they're just being awkward or they're just doing it on purpose. They just want to wind me up. And we can get into all these, all this narrative and um, all this story about what a situation means when potentially it doesn't mean any of that. It's just the story that we've created. It's the, um, you know, the narrative that we're running to make sense of that situation. And, you know, we are all beautiful expressions of uniqueness. We all have our own unique maps and models of the world. We all have our own unique ways of understanding and making sense of the world. We all have different experiences, different values, different beliefs, and different ways of understanding things. And this can cause much um, much difficulty and much struggle in relationships because it can we can be quick to judge, we can be quick to assume, we can be quick to, you know, put the blame on somebody. And what if actually you began to create a mindset of curiosity instead? What if you were able to start thinking in a way of empathy, of understanding, of curiosity. And you start to ask yourself questions like, what must be true for that person to be behaving in that way? Or what must be true for that person to be thinking about that thing in that way? What must be true for that person for them to be doing what they are doing? So rather than judging and assuming and mind reading, oh well they must be in a bad mood because they're doing this or that, or they must be angry because they are doing this or that, or they're just out to be awkward because, or they're lazy, or they can't be bothered. Those judgments and those assumptions that we put on people's behavior. What if you you came from a place of curiosity and empathy? 
and began to seek to understand rather than be understood and seek to understand somebody else's behavior. What must be true for them to be showing up in the world in that way? What experiences might they have had? What assumptions might they be making of something or meaning might they be putting some to something for it to make sense to them in that way? Because actually, you know, as human becomings, we do the very best we can with what we've got. And sometimes we make unwise choices, um, but we make choices based on the information that we've got at the time, based on, you know, how we're feeling, based on how resourceful we are at the time or how unresourceful we are because life can sometimes feel like a, like a struggle. So what if you give yourself more choice in how you respond to somebody else's behavior? And by giving yourself more choice, by being curious, by adopting a mindset of empathy and seeking to understand rather to be, rather than be understood, seeking to actually dig deeper and really, really see that person as a human becoming with their own struggles, with their own issues, with their own experiences, and actually develop that sense of real empathy and understanding for somebody. And what this is going to do, inevitably, this is going to help you in your communication with people. It's going to help you in your emotional intelligence. It's going to help you in how you relate to people. And ultimately, it's going to help you to have more fulfilling and better relationships. Because if we can come from a place of understanding and empathy and curiosity, then we are going to invite that other person to also come from a place of curiosity, understanding and empathy. And it's going to have that ripple effect out to other people as well. Because if we model those skills of empathy, of curiosity, you know, for our children, for the people that we work with, if you are a leader, if you are an educator, if you are somebody who is of influence and you um, you are influencing situations, then you have a huge potential and power to influence things in a really, really positive way. You have power to influence things in a way that people can model really beautiful relationship skills and communication skills and we can model that for ourselves we can model it for our our you know our spouses our children our colleagues so coming from a place of curiosity empathy understanding rather than coming from a place of judgment and assuming and mind reading can really help us to develop deeper connections with people, deeper relationships, and make the world a better place for all of us. So we end up being a co-creator of a more peaceful and understanding and empathic world. And you know, isn't that what we all want in life? Don't we all want to have relationships that are fulfilling, relationships that are are based on foundations of love and understanding and compassion and caring for one another? Like I said before, as human beings, human becomings, we are born hardwired to connect, to love, to want to belong to our tribe, to our pack, and to be and to feel like we fit in and to feel like we are valued. And if we want that in life, then it is 
our our place, our responsibility to be the change we wish to see in the world. And if you are experiencing difficulty in your relationships, if you are having trouble with people, if you are being triggered by people, then emotional intelligence and self-awareness is about noticing your own behaviors, noticing your own assumptions, your own judgments, noticing your own narrative and your own stories that you are making about that person, about that situation. You know, this is about creating deep self-awareness for how you operate and how you show up in the world. And if you want successful relationships, if you want to have relationships that are fulfilling and loving and full of joy and love and compassion and all those things that we all deserve, then actually you are a big part in that. You're a, it's your responsibility to own up to what your part is in that and create um those relationships in a mo- in a most in a more harmonious way and yes you you can't have you can't have control over other people you can't make people behave in a certain way to you but what you can absolutely do is influence what happens in a relationship by the way that you show up in that relationship so my invitation to you is to approach your relationships approach situations with more compassion, more curiosity, more kindness for yourself and for others and begin to seek to really understand somebody else's map of the world, the meaning that they're putting to things, how they are making sense of it, what is true for them, for them to be showing up in the world as they are showing up. And this will really help you to develop deeper relationships, to have more fulfilling and loving relationships and get more of what you want in your life so that ultimately your health and well-being is better. You feel happier, you feel more connected and we can co-create a better world for everyone. So I do hope once again you have enjoyed this podcast. I would love to hear your comments and the what changes you make in your relationships to really create a deeper sense of love and kindness and compassion in those relationships. So have a great day, whatever you are doing, and I will see you again very soon. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I truly hope that you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. You can check out the show notes for more details on what I've discussed today and I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. I'd also love it if you would review and remember to press follow so that you get it automatically downloaded every single week. And if you want to hear more from me, you can sign up to my mailing list where you will get inspiration and wisdom landing in your inbox. I can't wait to speak to you on the next episode and I'll see you really soon.